0: This is The Little Things That Matter The Most, the podcast where people from all over the world share what it is that's helped them get through trying issues. What may be seemingly unimportant to one person just so happens to be The Little Things That Matter The Most. I'm your host, Jake Stanley. Let's get into it. Here for another wonderful episode with some real lovely people. And today, please welcome to the show, Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Hey.
1: hey. How Good you Good to see
0: you. Great. Good. Tell me again, where-ish are you?
1: Okay, so I'm in England, uh, right down the bottom in the southwest uh, in a place called Cornwall. Okay. Uh, lots of sea around me, lots of... Farm animals.
0: <laughs> awesome. Uh, animals, uh, a little bit more nature, a lot of the nature out there.
1: Just... Yeah, it's, it's very green, lots of countryside. It's a, it's gorgeous, amazing place, yeah. So very That's... lucky to to be here.
0: What's it famous for? Cornwall.
1: Cornwall, uh, oh, it, um, it's pretty famous for um, pasties, Cornish pasties.
0: Oh, Cornish pasties!
1: Cornish pasties—you have to have one if you've never had one. I've never to had one. Pasties.
0: What's the simplest yes. way to describe that?
1: Um, so like a pastry, um, like a pie with a crust. <laughs> I don't know what to describe
0: you the You had me. At crust, of, okay. loads, of, <laughs>
1: <laughs> loads of different flavors. the The main one is like traditional steak, and you get like um steak and onion and filled with like bits of potato and um turnip it's, oh and then like a nice gravy it's, it's really it's really good people come to Cornwall for the past deep yeah okay
0: well yeah, yeah, uh, if I day. go down there man that's gonna be on my list of something to try yeah. <laughs> something tell I don't know. There's always something this perception that I've always kind of you know, just hear things. I got friends from you know England, different parts, and oh, they're like, no, nothing really too much. But to brag about food wise, but uh you know, is it, do you think they get a bad rap for that?
1: Well, for their pasties,
0: no, for food. oh for bragging about food. Oh, I yeah. There's I'm sure there's great stuff. Yeah. Everywhere,
1: yeah.
0: and that's why I have to have a list. Just write down everything. You need a bucket list. Yeah. I need to, you know. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Um, so I am thirty-one years old. I am a solo parent. Um, I've got a little boy called Harry. He's six years old. I've had um, a bit of a, a challenging few years. Um, three years ago, coming up to three years, uh, in July 2019, um, I lost my husband to a hit and run road traffic accident. So real sudden life change. Um been a a really tough few years um and I'm three years on from that now and you know I've 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 come an awful long an awful long way and and so has my son Harry but you know it's it's been tough and and we've needed a lot of support and um you know we've had the, the lockdown as well which was challenging for everybody um I think mean, everybody faced their own challenges during lockdown, didn't they? But yeah. there were also people going through unimaginable things on top of the lockdown. And, you know, it was a very lonely time for a lot of people, um, mm. and especially for me. So, yeah, I so now, now I'm, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm solo parenting by myself. Um My little boy goes to school. Um I didn't return to my job i had before i lost one i had two jobs um just because it's a bit difficult with the school pickups and just making sure i can get to and back to harry through the traffic and everything so um i just picked up a a cleaning job in the on some of the days that i was at school and it suits me perfectly you know i can stick in my earphones and listen to podcasts or music and i just clean away and then you know it's a bit of earning a way to earn money and um i don't have to worry too much about childcare. it's really stress-free um yeah i've managed to find a way around around that
0: well that's that's really good that's really good i mean i'm glad that you can have a little bit of a a, you know you have a little bit of pressure taken off right yeah um any little bit i'm sure will help that sounds like such a hard thing to go through. Um, I, 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 I can't imagine that feeling, especially when it's something that you feel like you, there wasn't any kind of justice for that. Was was anything like that found found out? Any justice met for that? Not even.
1: Not not how it should have been. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there was there was a conviction, but not the the whole story and investigation was so complex um there was so much that that we still don't know uh we went for a court case went for an inquest during the, the lockdown and um yeah it, it, we didn't get the result that we should have got um but you can't you can't do anything to to change that you can't control it um you kind of just have to accept it and do do what you can to move forward um mm. i know I, ryan's family have been really they've been really good at trying to raise awareness about dangerous driving and um a petition to to get people to sign so that they can change the law for drivers who fail to stop and report an accident mm. um, they they should get you know more of a, a punishment um but, but for me I've I've had a lot going on as a as a parent. I've just had to take it and just, you know, keep going, really. That's all I can do.
0: Right. Well it seems that you've come to a point where you come to that realization. You mentioned earlier that that you said that you, you knew you just had to keep moving on. Now, it's not an automatic thing when something that big in your life happens, especially because you have an another human being, your your son in the mix in the picture. Mm-hmm. So so what are some of those positive things, these little things that matter mattered the most to you, uh, that helped you get through that initially? Let's let's take it in a couple parts. Initially, what are some of the positive things, the little things that that you found to be your source of encouragement?
1: I'd say my, my son, definitely, because you have to, <laughs> you have no choice. You have a little human to look after. So he he was the reason I had to get up in the morning and get dressed and get started with the day. Um, you know, I, I, I struggled, I struggled terribly. And um, I remember, one time during the lockdown I hit rock bottom it just it was brewing for a while and then I just hit probably the worst depression I've ever been through and it was um when I look back at it it's such a dark time in my life it's so traumatic but the only way to get out of that was to just talk to people and um Be open with, with friends and family. Tell them how I was doing. Um, accept help as well and ask for help. Don't ever be afraid to ask for help because people want to be there for you. And without the help, I wouldn't, I don't even think I'd be where I am today. I've had so much support. Um, partly because I've had to, I've had to reach out and I've had to ask for it, but I'd say that that's, that matters. You you do have to reach out and you do have to, to rely on others. And then that's the time in your life, you know, if you're going through something challenging, you do need to do that. But then there might be another time in your life where you can be that person for someone else. Um, but yeah, no talking, uh, counselling, counselling was um, a, a massive, has been a massive help for me, um, singing and i find uh extremely healing um on their app that we met on smuel uh that kept me going through lockdown i think everybody around the world was using not everybody but those who sang and knew the app we, were using it most evenings and it it brought us all together like even though we were dotted around the world it felt like we were so close
0: mm-hmm. oh care. yeah oh yeah
1: um but you never felt alone. And that, yeah, I relied on that heavily.
0: When someone is going through something initially, a person doesn't want help, doesn't want to reach out. It's you're kind of in that hole, so to speak, that never ending bottomless hole. And you feel like there's no way out. And sometimes it, not to say it feels good to be there, but it's almost like you'd rather stay there because you've kind of been there and it, you don't want to reach out so was there uh, a realization you came to or something somebody told you and said to you that that pushed you to to make some changes
1: um, I think because of lockdown because I was quite isolated anyway I didn't I didn't quite realize so it, it would obviously been a, a build up and been brewing so there wasn't really, nobody could really help at, at that time because, you know, I was struggling, but people were, were in lockdown. Like, people couldn't just come into other people's houses and it, it was so isolating, it was so lonely. Um, but there was a, it was the day I woke up and I couldn't even get myself out of bed and my whole body felt so heavy. It felt like I had concrete bricks on my legs I couldn't move and what was terrifying was I had at the time who would have been four years old a four-year-old son who I had to look after and, that, and at that point I couldn't even look after myself and it terrified me that I couldn't even get a bed to look after my child so I had to I had I, I couldn't not ask for help I needed to get better so that I could be there for my little boy So he he has been my encouragement or my
0: your rock sort of sort of
1: my rock. Like
0: your, your rock. Definitely my <laughs>
1: rock That's definitely uh yeah he's been my rock and I I dread to think how different it could have been if I didn't have him in my life and going through what I went through because I think when you have I, I can't speak for everybody because everybody's different and everyone's going through different things but for me in that moment he 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 was what you know and encouraged me and inspired me to 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 reach out for help and in the end um my friend she lived about an hour and a half away i called her out in tears and she just she said don't worry i'm coming and she broke the lockdown rules and she just got in her car and she just drove to me and she picked us both up and took us back to hers for the week and i just recovered there and yeah and i you know i quite often think back to that moment think if i hadn't called her would i have got through it you know you just don't know but i just yeah I just again it's just it's talking and being open and if you can mm. if you feel like you're able to in that place
0: yeah um now if if we if we can uh, i'm trying to find a little bit of Because see, you've, you've, you've said a lot of things that I think are, are wonderful. I think a lot of people can see how everything you've said up to this point is, is, well, you got to take steps to better yourself. You know, whether that be therapy or talking to somebody or having friends, reaching out yourself. Sometimes people don't know how to reach out. They don't know how to say what to say. I mean, that's a big thing. Nobody wants to say the wrong thing. You know, but, yeah. but it sometimes it's better to say something than nothing at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um what are some things that help you to have a brighter outlook for your day or your week or or a moment that you might feel sad? What are some things that you kind of go to that might not be conventional and might not be anything big. Could be something very quirky or something, but it works for you.
1: There's, there's a, there's a few things, um, that actually Ryan, um, my husband, um, used to say to me that stick with me pretty much every day. I, I, I quite often use a phrase that he used to say to me and I, I'm sure it's helped me and I'm sure it's helped Harry quite a few times. Um, but, uh, he used to say, to say I, I was, Having a really rubbish day or um, feeling really low about something, he would always say to me, What's the problem? So I would say the problem, and then he would just say, Okay, well, what's the solution? <laughs> so I would say the solution, and then he'd go, All right, we'll do it then. So he was very, like, just straight to the point, no faff. Mm. Um And I use that nearly every day. And I even do it to Harry as well, you know, if he's having a moment, I'll just say to him, Oh, know, yeah, what's the problem? <laughs> and then he might, he would say it. And then I'll say, okay, but what we, how are we going to figure this out? And it, it's amazing how that person can still be so much a part of your everyday life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though they're no longer here. Um, he's, he is, he is still with us in, it, in a way. Um, it's like he's planted these little seeds of wisdom. To, to help us through and and they've stuck um there is a again it's it's all you know I've, I've, a lot of things that ryan did does help me on a on a daily basis um this is a really bizarre story but um so on the morning the last morning that harry and i shared with ryan which is the day that he left he was going out with his friends in the evening um, he, we were planning to go, um, out somewhere and then the plans changed. So then he said, right, let's go for a little walk in the village. So we went for a little walk around our local church. And as we were going through the grounds of the church, I was holding Harry in my arms and Harry pointed to a gravestone and Harry said, "Mummy, what are those? And I remember thinking, I don't know what to say. So I said to Ryan, what would you call these? And Ryan just said so simply, we call them memories. Uh, and this was literally an hour before this is my last one of my last memories with Ryan. And um we continued to to go through the church grounds, and then Ryan pointed out one of the the memory stones, and then he said, It's funny, isn't it? They are memories to those who once knew them, but when the last person who knows them dies, they just become stones. Mm. And I remember it so clearly. But the thing is that word memory and memories has stayed with me and has helps me and Harry every single day. So everything we do, it's to create memories. Um or to remember Ryan, it's to remember the memories or it's his memory spot or daddy's memory spot, daddy's memory stone. We've got a memory book, a memory box with all his things in it, everything we do seem to re- revolve around the word memories. And it's so special. So we do a lot of, we need to make memories because that's part of living, isn't it? You,
0: most yes, yes, that is. And I think what you, you what you said that Ryan uh, did was uh he said things that stuck. They they yes. stayed. Stuck is not a word. They stayed. <laughs> they stayed with you.
1: <laughs> Thank you, <very>
0: <laughs> you heard it here, stuck. Uh, <laughs> so, so what he said stayed with you and I think that's a beautiful, beautiful point. It's what people say matters. Um, it really
1: matters. Yeah, words are, words are important.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be philosophical or really sound so big. Like, it could be simple. It sounds like the statement that you said, Ryan, had said about uh, what's the problem, so how do we fix it? That's a really simple statement, but it gets to the point, like you said. Yeah, it doesn't it play with the emotional part. It just cuts that in half, and then you're like, "Oh, well, that actually, you got a point."
1: It's a logical. Problem.
0: Just fix it. Yeah, exactly. So, you yeah,
1: know. and I, 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 I truly do believe that's helped me in, in many situations that I've found myself in. So, yeah, I, I think you know, I think that that really helps, and. You know, obviously, it was Ryan was a massive part of my my life. I was with him for thirteen years from the age of fifteen. So I grew up with Ryan, and um, what happened to to Ryan in his accident it it was such a life changing event. You know, when you've grown up with somebody for so long, and then mm-hmm. then like a light switch, they're taken from you. They're gone. Mm-hmm. You have to adapt and. Suddenly you're, you're, you're you, you're, you're, you're on your own, you're, you're an individual and you have to try and find yourself. And, um, but those 13 years are, you know, the, I, I, I feel who I am now. I'm, I'm a lot of it is also, I've got a lot of Brian in in me as well, which I think it's lovely because I can then still, even though I'm Harry's, only parents living parents um i can still feed that fruit to harry part of his daddy it's, it's still running through us it's
0: precious it, precious it 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 it's it shows it shows you've yeah and you haven't become bitter based on what i've seen and what you've said today and what i know of you is that you have not become bitter you've you've actually taken it and and i think everyone should know um uh, based on just based on this conversation alone that um first of all you're a very strong woman and i think it shows and just because you've gone through uh, a few years you said up to this point it's been three years just because you've gone through this and you've had very dark times doesn't make you weak that's, that's human. Nobody just has strength out of nowhere to be able to not have this the feelings follow you for a while. But 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 how what I've noticed is the fact that you are able to pick yourself up and focus on positive things like the little things that matter the most to you, like what he said. And focus on those things and use it to kind of guide yourself through life. And, and when situations come up, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but when situations come up, you, you find out how you can maybe use what he told you or had mentioned and help you. It gives you a little bit more of a, of a strength from within. You, you don't feel by yourself.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree with you though, completely
0: and that's beautiful i I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful to hear and i'm sure everybody else is very uh is going to enjoy uh, enjoy hearing that because it's it's just um life uh, at times uh, the curveballs it throws at us it's unpredictable and but but how people get through it it's encouraging
1: it's it's bit isn't it because it's tragic awful story but you know hopefully if somebody is going through something life-changing or life-challenging they by sharing these stories it it might help somebody else
0: um Um, most definitely i mean because again um you never know who's gonna hear it and you never know what people are going through like you said Uh, my heart goes out to you and and harry thank you I'm very glad to know you and have an opportunity to talk with you because it's just, it's times like this that also can be encouraging for two different people uh, and everyone else who has a chance to hear it. So, you know, lovely to, to speak with you. And um,
1: thank you, Jake.
0: Yeah, hope to see you soon.
1: Yes, I'm sure we will. All <laughs> well, right. Thank you very much for having me.
0: You're welcome, Kat.
1: All right. You take care, Jake. See ya. Bye.
0: Did you enjoy this episode? If so, please like, rate, or write a review. Would you like to be on the podcast and share with others the little things that matter the most to you? If so, reach out at jake at boardonmedia.com.